Hello everyone. Today we will talk about family communication. There is a variety of family types and cultures. Many people consider family relationships to be the most important interpersonal relationships a person can have. Although our families may not be perfect, we will defend them mightily if others are overly critical of our kin. We will also be talking about the theories within family communication. We are going to look for relational dialectics theory. There are three relational dialectics by communication scholar Les Leslie Baxter. First of all, it is connection autonomy uh, direct, direct. It is a desire to come together with another person yet um, remain apart, independent and in control of one's life. This means the independence that a child needs or wants from parents. And other contrary, parents show a strong will to keep them for their children. As their children grow older, they want to be independent of their parents. At this time, the parents and their children will collide, creating strong tension. For example, helicopter parents uh, can indicate coordination and mental health problems. The helicopter parents uh, hinder the development of the, their children's autonomy, preventing them from growing into great adults. In addition, in the case of Asia, there is a tiger parenting. Like helicopter parents, they not uh, inter only interfere in their children's daily lives, but also have a lot of interest in their children's education. Stress has many sources, but the main stress of Asian children is in the coercive education of parents. Uh, moreover, there is a, a Confucian culture in Asia, so children often have to follow their parents' authoritative opinions. A parent's attention is necessary for their children, but too much attention is harmful to them. Tiger and helicopter parenting allow children to feel alienated from their families and their children are more likely to develop depression. Another is openness and closeness. According to the relational dialectics theory, we can gather that a relationship is based on how open you are to one another. However, with them being so open to one another, people still desire to have their own individual privacy. This type of relationship determines what sort of information you may share with another person and what your own expectations are for what information you want to receive from them. For example, you may share information with a close friend that you would not share with your parents, or the situation could be reversed. To have this type of relationship in the family is rather important. It can determine whether there is trust established between members when certain information is shared and can open doors for other intimate conversations. Lastly, the predictability novelty dialect. It is when your behaviors become predictable and although it can be comforting knowing how the person in your relationship will react, it can sometimes cause the relationship to be boring and repetitive. Novelty gives your relationship a change and a bit of fun, while being careful because too much can cause your partner in the relationship to be uncomfortable or overwhelmed with new spontaneous actions. The family communication theory is focused on parent-child communication concerned with established establishing a shared social reality. There are four family types, protective, consensual, laissez-faire, and pluralistic. Protective families are less conversational and more conformity-oriented. Protective families have conversation, but the percentage of conversation led by parents is very high because parents make the rules for their children. Usually, this is a very little chance for a child to comment. Consequently, a conversation in this family function to maintain obedience and the force of norms. Also, the conversation is more about saying because I say so than talk for the family. Children do not easily know the reason for parent parental decision and the rules. Although there are fewer conflicts at home than in other homes, 
They cannot be easily resolved if conflicts arise in protective families. If there are many problems in this family, the child will have poor communication skills and less social skills. Also, children will be under a lot of stress because they cannot trust their own ability to make decisions. Another type is consensual. Consensual families find conversation and agreement to be extremely important. These types of families want open conversation between and across family members. Consensual families maintain a hierarchy where parents are above children. This means that although these types of families want everyone to agree on certain things, the parents still demand respect and to not be put below their children. With this being said, this kind of relationship can create tension between a desire for openness and control among the parents since they want everyone to agree and communicate, but want to remain above everyone else. Thirdly is laissez-faire. It is a French term meaning to let people do as they please. Applied to parenting, the term refers to a per permiss permissive style in which parents avoid providing guidance and discipline make no demands for maturity, and impose few controls on their child's behavior. Permissive parents allow their children to make their own decisions regarding matters such as mealtimes, bedtimes, and watching television. Research published in 1989 by Diana Barmid found that children of per permissive parents tend to be impulsive, disobedient, rebellious, demanding, and dependent on adults. As teens, Many of them, many of these children had poor self-control, poor school performance, and a high rate of drug use. Barmrid found that the best adjusted and most academically com competent children had authoritative parents who were neither too lenient nor too strict. These parents set reasonable limits for their children, were warm and responsive, and did not use harsh methods for punishment. Lastly is pluralistic. Pluralistic family types are more oriented towards conversation and less towards conformity. These have good communication between the family and are open to discuss controversial topics. This family type believes that no one holds a higher status than the other or no one is superior over the other. This allows children to be open with conversation and not be scared of letting out how they feel about a situation. The parents also do not strive to control their children's beliefs or behaviors. They let them speak fr freely and have open discussion. After talking about family types, we are now going to discuss more specific details. A building and strong family unit requires time, patience, and communication. Uh, let's share our experiences and the parent-child relationship differences. I want to discuss with you about my own personal parent-child relationship. I personally come from a more mother-daughter dyad than a father-daughter dyad. However, that does not mean my dad and I are not as close as my mother and I. My mother and I have always had most of the same interests, such as sports we like, TV shows we are interested in, and even our academic achievements. The two of us find spending time together the most important aspect of our relationship. Her and I are, have a very open relationship where we talk often about things going on in our lives while we are away from each other. With us being as open as we have been, we have created a great communication system that strong families need. I think it has been difficult for my mother, as well as my father, for me to move to college and not be able to see each other as often as we'd like. Although, you know what they say, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Parent-child relationships usually evolve as children grow. However, I have always had a strong relationship with my parents, where we have always done things together and I respected what they had to say. I believe that by spending so much time with them, we have influenced each other quite a lot. And I want to tell you what I felt when I went to a university in Korea. I live in a middle area between small towns and rural areas. 
almost all my college friends are from the big city, and I found something interesting while spending a lot of time with them. I was freshman and sophomore student representative. When I when I requested or asked many friends for something, they felt very incapable of doing it, it, it themselves. They studied better and got higher grade than me, but I felt they lacked something in the terms of activity. I asked him about the reason and thought about the difference between the city and my hometown. According to a BBC News interview, there is an interview with a student living in Seoul. She said she goes to school at 6.30 a.m. and goes back home at 2.30 a.m. Uh, school consists of 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. for class, and from 5, to 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., the fourth is a self-study self time. She spends the rest of her time studying at institution for subjects she'll feel are lacking. This is a daily routine of a student in the city. Uh, for this reason, students in the city have very little or no time to communicate with their parents. Maybe this shows the problem of the tiger parenting. This is because many parents give their children a lot of things to get them a good university and jobs. Therefore, many types of family in Korea are very protective. But my parents lend me to a lot of things that I want to do and like. I know my parents' favorite genre of music, food, and movies because we had a lot of time. Moreover, I was free to play soccer with my friends and go bike trip. Also, it was common to travel with my parents too. Uh, many students in Korea still study hard, but I think studying is very important. But in my opinion, I hope the system culture that students spend more time with the, their parents will form soon. Coming from a fairly large family with three siblings, my parent-child relationship was shared with all three of my other siblings. That did not stop me from having a great relationship with my parents. I am very close with both my mother and father. I share a lot of similarity, similarities with both my mom and dad. I spent a lot of time playing sports with my father growing up and share a close connection with him because of sports. We were also both strong we are also both strong in our faith and we both like to grow in our faith together. My mom and I enjoy activities such as exercising and shopping together. Because of these shared interests, we are able to have a strong and close relationship. I'm not closer to either one of my of my parents, but share a close and strong relationship with both of them. I have grown up with awesome parents who support me and push me in everything I face. Since I have been away for college and struggled with my own battles since being at college, I feel that it has strengthened my relationship with my parents and allowed me to grow closer with them. As we conclude this podcast, we have discussed with you relational direct theory, as well as the family communication parents theory. We hope that with the information we have provided and the example of our families, that you can now relate this back to your own families. Thank you.